And happy Monday, everyone. Happy Monday. It's Maestro uh, coming to you live on July 4th from New York City. And uh, I'm here checking out the boxing scene. Gonna do that real quick. Keep everybody up to date on uh, what's happening in uh, the sport of boxing. A little bit of news today. Uh, to go over, and I'm going to be going over the heavyweight division with everyone this Monday night today at 6 p.m. Eastern with my partner, comrade Kenny T. Uh, we got a special mano a mano 54 lined up for you tonight. All right, but before we get into that, I'm going to review today's news uh, with everyone. All right, and uh, I'm going to start it off with the lead today. And uh, this is courtesy of Boxing Scene. Uh, Jake Paul issues deadline to Tommy Fury. Warren hopes issue can be uh, resolved. Uh, (laughs) Funny that I'm starting off a boxing show uh, with Jake Paul, but uh, it is one of the more interesting news stories that's circulating right now. because, as I argue, it actually has ramifications beyond just this fight, but to the boxing industry in general, specifically because foreign fighters, uh, specifically those aligned to MTK or those aligned to people aligned to MTK or being denied entry into the United States, fights are uh, not going to be able to take place uh under these circumstances and it doesn't just affect jake paul it also affects uh tommy fury and it also affects people like amanda serrano that might be fighting on uh these undercards so look this courtesy of boxing scene frank warren promoter for light heavyweight prospect tommy fury is holding out hope that everything can be worked out for a planned fight against youtube star turned boxer jake paul The fight is scheduled for August 6th at Madison Square Garden in New York City as the main event of a Showtime pay-per-view card. Last week, Fury was denied entry into the United States. He was turned away at London's Heathrow Airport due to his ESTA, Electronic System for Travel Authority document being denied, which prevented him from attending a planned press conference to officially announce the pay-per-view fight with Paul. Paul has given Fury a deadline of Wednesday morning to sort the matter out with three backup opponents already lined up. Quote, Tommy is officially out by Wednesday morning if he doesn't go to the embassy, come out of hiding three other opponents lined up. I'm built different. Uh, Paul stated on social media. Uh, he said he's built different. So, uh, look, I don't know who these opponents are lined, uh, lined up are. Hopefully they're better than uh, Tyron Woodley. I don't know how many people are going to want to see that level of fight again. Uh, 
Tyron Woodley level opponent. We'll see. Salute to Chicano. Salute to Neil Sinclair. All right. Uh, they were officially scheduled to fight in December. Fury withdrew with an injured rib and a chest infection. He was replaced by former UFC champion Tyron Woodley, who was brutally knocked out by Paul. I just alluded to that. Older brother, WBC heavyweight champion Tyson Fury, is reportedly not allowed to enter the United States due to alleged drug cartel leader Daniel Kinahan being his advisor for several years. And John Fury, Tommy's father and head trainer, is not allowed in the United States due to a criminal conviction from 2011. Tommy is still not sure if he was denied entry, but apparently the matter is not related to Kinahan. Warren wants his boxer to go to United States Embassy to work out the matter as soon as possible before Paul goes in another direction with a new opponent. Quote, he, Tommy, has got to get to the embassy, but no appointment has been made yet. I can understand where they're coming from. They've got a show to run or whatever, and we can't get it sorted out then obviously they'll go to another opponent. So we'll just keep working on it and trying to make it happen. Unquote, Warren told IFL TV. So look, they're saying it may or may not be related to Daniel Kinahan. I don't know. Uh, It obviously has repercussions beyond just Jake Paul and Tyson Fury. It's a Showtime card. It's a Madison Square Garden card. It's a card featuring other boxers like Amanda Serrano. So there's more than just Jake Paul's bag at stake here, all right? Uh, There's other people's bags. There's other people's livelihoods. There's other people's, you know, boxing careers on the line. And look, I don't want to get into a scenario where this, personally speaking here, uh, this is just me speaking, I don't want to get into a scenario where this becomes the norm, where it's the norm for fights to be set up and then people to be denied entry into countries look we saw it almost happen with bill haney on australia it looks like a similar situation is happening here except this case it actually involves one of the combatants it's not the kind of thing i want to become the norm in the sport of boxing i want people to who are signed on to fights you know to be able to allow to be able to allow uh, be allowed to fight those fights Uh, put an ankle bracelet on them i don't know figure it out all right but This whole situation where people are being denied entry into countries when they have valid business there, uh, and really, uh, I don't know, does Tommy Fury really pose a threat to U.S. public safety? I'd I'd be surprised if he did. I'd be very surprised if that kind of argument could be made. All right? In other news, all right, turning to the heavyweight division, we're going to be talking a lot about the heavyweight division uh, later on today on Mano a Mano Live with Kenny T. Uh, we're going to be ranking the combatants, all right? We're going to be talking about Joe Joyce specifically, who, as I went over yesterday, had a very big win. Well, I don't want to overstate it here. Maybe it wasn't the biggest win, but it was, it was a win nonetheless that people are talking about against Christian Hammer. Apparently, Frank Sanchez isn't all that impressed. Again, according to boxing scene, Joe Joyce is slower than Ajagba. He's no problem for me, says F.A. Ajagba's conqueror, Frank Sanchez. 
A guy, by the way, that went the full distance with Christian Hammer in a fight that I don't really think was all that 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 impressive, but I digress. This is, a, again, a courtesy of boxing scene. Heavyweight contender Frank Sanchez has no fear of power-punching Olympic silver medalist winner Joe Joyce. Joyce was in action on Saturday night when he dropped Christian Hammer four times to secure a stoppage in four rounds. Sanchez is ranked at number three by the WBO, while Joyce is the number one ranked contender. The unbeaten Cuban boxer believes that Joyce is too slow to compete with his boxing skills. He predicts a dominant win like the victory he secured over another heavy hitter, F.A. Ajagba, last October. Sanchez would then outbox Hammer in a stay-busy fight in January. Again, he went the full distance with Hammer. And yeah, Neil, I agree. He he didn't look that great against Christian Hammer, did he? Quote, Joyce and I will have to cross paths 100%. There's no question about that. The only question is, will it be this year or next year, Sanchez told Sky Sports. Quote, the Joe's fight will look very similar to a Jagba. He is very big and strong, but too slow for me. Slower than a Jagba. He will be no problem for me, unquote. So, you know, I I don't agree with that. I think that Joe Joyce continuously uh, gets uh, slighted. Um, he does what he has to do against the guy that he's facing. All right, uh, Remy, I see you in here. You think that Sanchez beats Joe. Uh, I don't know. I mean... Possibly, but one thing I will say about Sanchez is his cardio is a little bit better than a lot of heavyweights, so maybe he will be able to hang in there with Joe Joyce a lot longer than like a Christian Hammer. Christian Hammer got gassed big time, big time. Um, but look, it looks like here in the chat, people are actually high on on Frank Sanchez. So you never know. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know if it's a fight that's going to be made Joe Joyce has a lot of bigger aspirations in the sport of boxing than fighting a guy that is ranked below him who, let's face facts, doesn't exactly have a huge fan base and much to offer Joe Joyce at this time. Joe Joyce is getting up there in age. Joe Joyce needs a big fight against a big-name opponent. Frank Sanchez isn't that guy, in my opinion. Frank Sanchez is not that guy. Uh... Joe Joyce is looking to to make waves in the few years he's got in front of him. He's already 37, I believe. 37 years old. So he wants a big fight now. He, he I don't think he's going to be looking anywhere near anywhere near a Frank Sanchez. Look, the bad blood, uh if it wasn't clear earlier, it should be pretty clear now. There's bad blood between Canelo and Triple G. And not once to mince words, all right, Canelo's, as the days go on and as the days approach to his big fight with Triple G, the, the rhetoric is getting a little bit more intense. Again, according to the re- reporting of boxing scene, <laughs> Canelo has said, Golovkin is a beep, ass beep. I don't have my beep button, guys. But you can read it there on the screen. Uh, I hate that mother beep. Really? 
Mexican superstar Saul Canelo Alvarez has maintained his upcoming fight with Gennady Golovkin is very personal. They will collide for a, fir- a third time on September 17th at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. The zone pay-per-view will carry the event. Their two prior encounters occurred at the same venue. Boxing fans will know this. Over the years, the animosity has grown because Canelo claims Golovkin is talking trash about him. He's a uh, beeping ass beep. I don't know why they beep. They, they, they write out ass, but then they switch up the hole. <laughs> Anywho. Quote, unquote, quote, he's not honest. He pretends to be a good person, be different, but he's not. Quote, he talks a lot of shit about me. He'll say I respect him, his career. And other part, he's an embarrassing boxer. He's embarrassing for Mexican boxing. I hate the mother effer because of that. Look, one part of me wonders if this is like legit. All right. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a little bit of annoyance there on the part of Canelo. But the other side really starts to wonder if this is being done to pump up more interest in this fight because, look, I'm on YouTube all the time. I talk to boxing people all the time. I mean, pretty much everyone I know is going to watch this fight. I have yet to meet someone or talk to someone who's like, yo, maestro, I need to see this fight. I'm super excited about this fight. I can't wait until this fight happens. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot. There are a lot I'm seeing a lot of articles like this one. And I just start to wonder if this is promotion at this point. Uh, because something like this is literally dropping maybe once every day, once every couple of days. There's a new story about how much Canelo and how much Golovkin dis- dislike each other. All right, well, Team Batman Boxing, he's hyped. All right, Neil Sinclair, you're saying Canelo trying to motivate himself and sell the fight. I'm kind of more online with that particular kind of thinking, you know, but we'll we'll see. Maybe people are really excited about this fight and they're just not talking about it. That That is a possibility. I just personally haven't heard that many people telling me how excited they are about this fight. I'm just not. All right. I, I, I honestly am just not that excited about this. A story that dropped in the last uh, few hours on boxing scene relates to Floyd Mayweather Jr. And the praise that he's heaped upon someone who I'm pretty high on in the sport. Jerron Boots Ennis. Quote, it's dope to have one of the greatest or one of the greats talking about me. This courtesy of Sean Nam, boxing scene reporting. Jerron Boots Innes was flattered by the recent recognition he received from boxing great Floyd Mayweather Jr. Mayweather, the five-division world champion and recent Hall of Fame inductee, made some remarks about Innes a few months ago in which he praised the Philadelphia welterweight. Many consider Ennis to be a rising star in the sport. I, I don't know anyone who doesn't. This is just me here. I don't know anyone who doesn't see him as a rising star. I'd personally like to see him in there against, you know, an upper echelon guy. But to his credit, I don't think the upper echelon guys are necessarily clamoring to get in there with Jerron Boots Innes. Have you heard Keith Thurman talking about fighting Jerron Boots Innes? I haven't. You know, 
go through the welterweight division. Ain't that many guys talking about Jerron Boots Ennis. All right. So Ennis 24 is coming off a swift record. Oh, sorry. Swift second round stoppage of Custio Clayton in May at the Dignity Health Sports Park in Carson, California, on the undercard of the Jamel Charlo Brian Castaño 154-pound undisputed title rematch. Ennis made a name for himself last year with a pair of dominant wins over contenders Sergey Lipinets and Tonis Delorme. His latest fight caused Leonard Ellaby, the CEO of Mayweather Promotions, to recount a conversation he had with Mayweather in which the famed boxer spoke enthusiastically about the young contender. Quote, I can recall, it was a little while ago, I got a phone call, LRB told FightHype.com. Floyd was like, who the F is this Boots guy? That mother F can fight his ass off. Unquote. Interesting. I mean, look, he obviously can. Uh, so anyways, Ennis obviously liked to hear that as, as he says, you know, that was dope quote. Floyd is one of the greats. I appreciate the love. He'd been showing a lot of love rate lately past couple of years. It's dope that one of the greats talking about me, asking me if I, who I am and stuff like that. Nothing but love appreciated. So I get that, you know, uh, at the same time, I, I do wonder what is going to be going on with Mayweather Promotions. I mean, I'm sure Mayweather Promotions would love to have a Boots Ennis on their roster. I, I've done a, a Punchlines episode where I essentially went over Mayweather Promotions roster, and it's paper thin. It's paper thin. And Reports that we've been seeing the last few months have been telling us that Javante Tank Davis, that his contract is up. We've also seen and heard about reports saying that he might be resigning, that he might not be going anywhere. But it's pretty obvious that Mayweather Promotions could use an injection of talent and they could use a guy like Jerron Boutenis on their roster for sure and without a doubt. Because look, once you once you remove Javante Tank Davis from the equation, really, what else is there, right? At this point, really, what else is there? So, you know, it is what it is. I'm hoping that we get to see Boots Ennis in a major fight against someone relatively soon. All right, he is highly ranked. All right, if we go to the boxing scene rankings. All right, we can see that he is highly ranked at the 147-pound division, the welterweight division. Right, uh, but he's got he's got to get get a get a shot against someone. Right, with the WBC, we've got Errol Spence Jr. Butinis is ranked third behind Ortiz and Avenician. WBA, you've got Errol Spence again. Butinis again behind Ortiz and. Uh, Ortiz, at this time he's ranked number two, although they do have the WBA regular champion in Stinionis. All right, he's ranked third behind not rated, not rated with the IBF, and he's ranked second against with the WBO behind Virgil Ortiz, uh, where Terrence Crawford is the champ. So it looks like 
the opponent that he should be targeting if he can't get a Crawford or a Spence is Virgil Ortiz. And sign me up for that because that's definitely a fight I'd like to see. Virgil Ortiz against Jerome Butin is definitely a good fight. The impediment to that, obviously, off the top of my head is the television issues, right? Ortiz, golden boy, assigned or aligned with the zone. Butinis, showtime guy. Not a PBC fighter, but a showtime fighter. So, I mean, hopefully that fight could get made because I personally don't see Crawford taking him on anytime soon or Spence. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see that. Salute to Lennox was best. Lennox, I saw you, man. I saw you drop a comment on the Lennox Lewis uh, video I dropped. Unfortunately, I removed it. It was by accident. All right, I wasn't trying to censor you. I was actually trying to respond to it and accidentally deleted your message. My apologies for that. All right, but uh, appreciate your comments and your support of the channel. All right, Mr. Riri says, Mayweather promotion isn't Floyd's main occupation. It seems like an expensive hobby for him. I agree. I don't know if it's Riri or Ray Ray, but I agree. I definitely agree. So I will be back, everyone, today at 6 p.m. Eastern for Mano a Mano Live with Kenny T. All right, until then, thank you for checking out the boxing scene with me. All right, and we'll be back soon. Thank you, everyone. You guys all take care. Check it out, check it out.